um, when they want to dramatically increase the association's operational performance, create breakthrough value propositions, serve members beyond geographical constraints on a minimal budget. For more than a decade, he has been setting trends with how associations engage members with social media, video, and now voice assistants like Amazon Alexa. Doug is one of the select few who have earned the Certified Speaking Professional designation from the National Speakers Association. He has practical experience in real estate and has served as a volunteer to move the industry forward. He's published numerous books, white papers, and guides on how real estate associations can communicate to member their memberships value using the latest technology, including screen-to-screen -screen selling, and been a past presenter for the Canadian Society of Association Executives. His son Harrison, who is now four, has been an inspiration to program Amazon Alexa professional development, which improves time to task productivity, increased reach to consumers, and eventually equips web-based professional development models with voice as the primary user interface. When he's not with his son or programming Alexa, he is training for the next Ironman triathlon, wow, sometimes as an inflatable dinosaur costume. So please welcome Doug. Yes, somebody's breathing. Let me ask you this. Whose responsibility is it to be the voice of real estate Who's responsibility? Go ahead and shout out. This isn't so much of a presentation, but more of a conversation so that it can help you see yourself in a whole new light. Whose responsibility is it? Is it the agent's responsibility? Is it the broker's responsibility? Like, who writes the script? Because if I were going to ask you, why should I become a realtor, how many different answers do you think you would get? Right? And sometimes, in many cases, if we're going to try to influence others, whether it's become a volunteer, become a director, get involved in the associational level, we need to know our lines. And what's so interesting is kind of looking at Alessa as a, as a learning tool. We're going to kind of get into the why, what, how. What we're able to do is, is program Amazon Alexa because if Alexa says that it must be true, right? I mean, think about it. I mean, are there, are, there, are there things that you would want to ask Alexa that you probably would want to know more information about? I mean, if I said, Alexa, give me some great news. This is Yeah, you got it. 
birthday is it? Yeah. 
hard so that an hour and a quarter can be had a better future. And then when you think about, you know, this is a school bus, this device right here, this is an Alexa device called the Echo Show. And there's different terminology. This one that I have up here, the size of a hockey puck, that's called the Echo Doubt. So these are different devices that you might have in your office or other grocery agents might have in the office. So this is a this is the device with the screen. Now what the cool thing is is now when we talk to devices with the screen, the devices with the screens can now talk back. And if we can program an experience that's able to engage people in the same conversation that you're having face to face. Or screen to screen. Now it's kind of voice to voice with this technology. And one of his favorite things to do is say, you know, and I'm not going to say it, but play baby shark. Oh. <laughs> And then there's another one. He's, here, here's, here's what really got me. He says, okay, play Paw Patrol Amazon Prime for kids. And I'm thinking, oh no, I'd better lock down the, um, what is it, the, the, the payment method so he can't start downloading these things to his device. And think about that from, from a you know, receiving money or e commerce. We can totally do that from the development side. I'll give you, give you a couple of examples. And even, my, even, my, even my mother, she's here with me. Like, I don't know if you saw it. There's only two people in Halifax that have a blues jersey. <laughs> so it's like me and my mom, right? So I can hear her with me. Um, and with her, is she, she also uses it to, you know, for, you know, listen to music, whatever, and the weather and so forth. And maybe something to write down, something to consider. It's, it's a simple usability test. If a senior or a toddler can't use it, then we need to think about programming to be a better experience. Like my mom can use Alexa, my son can use Alexa, and all the, all the, the people who really have problems with using Alexa are the adults, right? Why? <laughs> like, let me ask you, this has probably been a conversation at your dinner table. Are, are people afraid of using these devices right now, yes or no? Yes, yes. yes now why? So let's, 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 let's talk about this here for a second, right? I heard, heard a couple different answers. So someone said privacy. Now explain that. What do you mean by privacy? Who is recording everything you say now? Who has access to the recordings? Do you? Like, can you access the recording from the device that was there? Yes. Yeah, here's a good thing. I'm going to pop, I'm going to pop this up. I didn't anticipate it on using this. But sometimes the way you use this technology, I don't know if you see the digital whiteboard, but you can actually, like, use manage voice recordings and then delete them. Now, the thing is, is, like, when you delete the voice recordings, now, like, you know, Amazon doesn't, doesn't oh, you can't get it. Can't give them feedback to create a good experience. Like um, for this program, if this let's pretend this was the best program you'd ever attended in your life. <laughs> pretend, right? I wouldn't change it, right? Like I wouldn't change it. So the only way to get better is by getting feedback. And so by the way, getting feedback is by a lot of energy reports. So that's all. That's, that's always per, uh, personal preference. Uh, what else? What's another barrier to adoption? Because again, like you create this great skill and nobody uses it, now you have a sunk cost. And 
Okay, yeah, you gotta learn. And that's why I'm so glad you're here because you're gonna get some, some not just a tactical how-to, but getting the resources to be able to learn on your own, right? I'm gonna the mindset where I teach you how to fish, and you can go eat for yourself and not create the tendency of relationship. Like, like that's why you have all this in front of you. Uh, what, what's another, another barrier to adoption? Okay, no time. I mean, be honest, raise your hand, you're a little overwhelmed with all the things you have to do, and now you have to learn a whole new system that's perceived as the right right now. Raise your hand. Okay, if your hand isn't up, you're a liar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So there's a lot of statistics on voice, and voice is relatively new, and the most common one that you hear is how you Search will be voice in 2020. Raise your hand if you've heard that one before. It's like you get it over and over. Like that's next year. How do you predict something like that? And so um, what I've done is I've kind of created, came up with my own list, right? My own list is a timeline, it's an infographic, and again, a lot of this stuff, a lot of this uh, content, whether it's presentations or your videos or your pictures or diagrams or flowcharts or whatever it is. Like I'm creating this on a constant basis, so this is, this is, this is one of them. So in 2017, when Amazon released what's called Alexa for Business, and that's a whole other platform that's kind of inside of the Amazon Web Services account. Okay? Now we're not going to get into technical, but just to let you know that, that that's relatively new. Um, I also kind of skipping down to 2021, 25% of businesses will have a dedicated employee to, to oversee these types of operations. Inside of, inside of your handout here, there is a list of different roles that are responsible for creating these Amazon Alexa skills. Like first you gotta have a project manager, next you have a graphic, you have to have a voice designer, next you have to have a graphic designer, next you have to have someone who develop, knows how to develop code. Then you have to think about you're going to add an e-commerce side, you need an e-commerce manager, and you also have to have an e-commerce developer as part of it. So it's not just one person can do all these things, you have to think about it as far as a team, but we have to have a good experience that people can do so they enable the skill, that they actually come back. So I want to give you some, some, some ideas on that. And so, um, here, here's something, 2025, Amazon will become highly interactive, much like an empathetic robot. Now, you're saying, well, that's kind of crazy. Did you know inside of Amazon Web Services, there's a tool called RoboMaker? So RoboMaker is, a, is, the, is kind of a software that's inside that you can use to create a robot that actually moves around, and when it's hooked up with Alexa, it starts to talk. I mean, this is, this is like available now. In fact, right now, at this time, Amazon is hosting their very first Mars conference. Isn't that crazy? And they're having a Mars conference with Robert Downey Jr. as, 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 as like a special guest speaker. And it's all based off of AI machine learning and kind of where this is headed to be. Like, they are, we're doing this. This isn't like the future. This is now. So it's up to you to be aware of it inside of you to be a part of it. Um, 2027, legislation passed to ensure consumers are protected by mandatory privacy disclosures when working with voice assistants. I know this is something that uh, like isn't even on the discussion at the Real Estate Commission. If you, um, because it's global, Orello, I don't know if you're familiar with Orello, Orello stands for the Association of Real Estate 
remember if you rewind 10 years before, like social media, there was nothing out there. So the rules weren't even written yet. So it's kind of like the Wild West, very similar to Amazon Alexa. So the fact that you're here, you can start to start take these conversations to the legislators so you can stay on top of it. So not only are protecting rules and members, but you're also protecting uh, consumers as well. So again, these are just my kind of like projections of, of where it's headed. Um, but just like these, you know, projections that are not, uh, they're, they're the best guess. So looking at your association, let's take a look, let's take, let's take a, like an internal look at the mindset of your executive leadership, right? Because moving forward, you have to decide do we need more help creating a big, better vision, or do we need help actually executing the vision faster? Where it's almost like we're, we're turning the culture of our association into uh, like a software type of company. Where we move from archaic to, oops, we move from archaic to agile. Now right now, if your strategic plan does not have a voice in it, then I would say you're either archaic or that you have huge shapes. Like you're kind of just, you're, you're on to the next thing, but it doesn't like actually match up with your strategic plan. Now, if you're, if, if, if you want to have, a, have, have some strategic plan in your operations, aren't really like put together well from a time to execute, well, let's say they're built up in silos where the, you know, the, uh, communications, IT, education, they don't talk well with one another, work well with one another, you know, it's not going to be able to move forward. So, um, really the word is agile. And it's a really good book. I know that's not like the voice assistance, but it's a good process and operations book. It's called um, uh, uh, Scrum. Twice the work, half the time. Scrum, and it embraces the agile uh, method. Have you guys heard of agile before? So, um, it's just a new way of getting work done that um, is much more efficient. It reduces time to task. Or if you have a big project, maybe you spend a bunch of money on it. Did it take one year to do or take, sometimes take five years? Well, that type of process will reduce the, reduce the time. So, this is kind of just a visual I can get, get to you that you can use with your team as well to figure out, hey, where are we with this? Now, I love Peter Drucker. Um, there are many of his books, but, you know, Drucker's not here anymore. That's why I disagree with him on that one thing. He says the best way to predict the future is to create it. Now, when we're working in this age of technology, the best way to predict your future is to program it. Now, I'm not expecting to be a computer programmer. I'm not a computer programmer. But, like, again, we said back to API 2000. 2010 in Quebec City, no divide, delegate the how. And so we have some of those processes for you. Now, outside of voice assistance, if we were going to look at, let's say Facebook, raise your hand if you have Facebook for a while. Raise it high, high up in the air. Okay, turn to the person next to you, put a big smile on your face, and say, ask him, can you be my friend? Now here's the thing. Do you is, is it important to differentiate your Facebook profile versus your association? Like have a have a have a profile for you and then 
have a page for the association. So it's the same type of deal. Now moving over to voice assistants. I mean, imagine this. Maybe it's, I know a lot of folks have this set up because they don't have a, they don't have a better way to do this. Like we we take our little Amazon Alexa device with us and we bring it to our office and we plug it in. Anybody do that? Anybody done that yet? We took your, taking your Alexa device to your office. One or two. Okay. Well, here's the thing. If you bring your Alexa device to your office and you already have the skills that you, the skills is kind of like a voice app in the investment world. Um, if you have personal information on there, like for banking or for shopping, and a member comes up or a customer kind of walks in the door and uses Alexa in a way that you had not intended it to, you just put yourself at risk. And so it's extremely important to differentiate your devices, the ones that you're going to use for different use cases. And the way that you do that is by setting up an Amazon Alexa for Business account, right? So um, it's, it's, it's in the end. I'm not going to bring you the details, but um, you have to create an account at Amazon Web Services. It's free to do that. There's no charge. You know what I think? They will ask you for your credit card. Uh, for it, but I don't think I've ever received a bill for them on it just because the usage is so low. Um, and really, like, they do, they do charge like pennies on the dollar when we pay for web hosting. And I don't know if anybody has any experience in that. We're not going to get into the details of it. But when we look at the different workspaces, just to kind of give you an idea, you have your personal device and then you have a shared working space, right? Now, maybe it's Inside of your association, you have a front desk, right? People kind of walk, they walk in, and then you know, the front desk assistant will greet them. Well, what happens when somebody's not there? To greet them. Out of the age. They just wait, right? Well, what do you guys have those little devices set up to be safe? You know, um, you know, or you can talk to it and then frequently ask questions. Where's the bathroom? I don't know, you already have a list of your frequently asked questions when people kind of come in. Um, and so you can do that inside of Amazon Alexa for, for business. Um, and so there's many different use cases other than just you know having the, the open house that the, the career has. You can ask Alexa, when, when's the next uh, training event? When's the next um, um, I don't know, what questions Sorry? Ah, even for a 
Um, at the expo, in the conference, right? What about who's your board of directors? Do you get have a roster? You know, one of, so there's different use cases for different things. I think um, last year I did, did an event for the Citrus Valley Association of Realtors at a program that was on Alexa skills, so very similar to how we, we showed you here. I said, Alexa, uh, if you mind this event, there was like 500 people, auditorium style, so it was a, it was a big event. And I asked Alexa, who is Mark Bestie, which is the CEO? And Alexa says, Mark is one sexy mofo. <laughs> He knows how to push, he's one hot piece of brandy, brand candy who knows how to push my buttons, especially when it comes to programming the revive comments. When everybody please stand up, give him a warm round of applause. Your CEO is Chicago Association of Realtors. Mark, that's the Everybody like gets up and goes nuts. And became like a part of the conference theme, you know, our Carter or CRMLS is, you know, later on the program says, yeah, Mark, you are one sexy button. So it's kind of like a way to kind of build the culture. So um I give you some examples of different use cases, whether you're going to have it in a shared working space or have it on a, have it on a personal device um, at home or your home office. Now, inside of your program, I have these questions that you would want to answer. I think we've already covered them. Our my smart, smart speakers are recording everything that's here. And you're going to want to know how to handle that objection. Right? You're going to want to know how to, and your team's going to want to know how to handle that objection too. Do you want your smart speakers in your office to be publicly accessible by walking traffic? So you might have one device that does one thing specifically, and then you might have another device that does something different, right? You're not gonna put, um, <clears throat> you're not gonna have uh, an Alexa skill for private sensitive information available right at the front desk. You're gonna have that more, have that a more secure location. Um, <clears throat> Do you want your voice apps to be private with employees? Do you, want, do you want to require user authentication to access the account? And you can do that with account linking. Uh, how many locations in your office would be ideal for it to interact with employees and customers? And what use cases would be ideal? So those are kind of in your handout to be able to review. Now, voice has been traditionally, or the way it started out was just audio. Right? I'm just speaking to a device and then it would talk back to me. But now with the two different devices primarily, Echo Show, or just three, Echo Show, which was the box that kind of my son was looking at for school bus, there is the Echo Spot, and that's just a little circle, kind of like a large clock one. And then you have the TV. Now raise your hand if y'all you you have a TV in your boardroom or in your training room. Awesome. So think about this, the voice apps can now be tied into your TV so that, your, that you or your staff or anybody else can talk it and then I'll show the answer on the screen. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this as a video just because it would've been too much like te technically to switch back between HDMI and here. So I'm actually gonna play this and talk about what's happening here. So this is an Alexa skill that I created for um, another secret friend of mine, his name is Randy Gage. And so, again, I know it's not association-based, but I want you to see what the features, features of this are available. So it's kind of like a menu, right? Like, kind of like you would see on a computer screen. And um, one of the things, most popular ways to engage people is by using a podcast. Raise your hand 
to put it right on here. So say if you play the podcast, then it's going to show the screen of it. Take the exact same information that's already through the podcast and makes it available for you. Now all it takes is what's the you know, the question technically is what is the podcast RSS feed? And then just hold that information makes it right here available on the OS device. And if you don't have a podcast, I have some links in there and inside the handout. Anchor.fm is the tool you can use to create a free podcast that syndicates to a lot of other places. Now, if I say, you know, play the video, it's going to play the video, uh, play any video you want. So if you have a consumer, a series of videos that you wanted to play, think of Alexa as a learning management system. And you can engage this as a conversation like you would like to um, talk to somebody else. Now, what makes this really different than a lot of other skills that are out there is that there's e-commerce involved. So if you're saying, order a book, it's going to say, you know, which, which book do you want to order, and then it takes it to where it says, what's your pin code? We have that set up. And that's a good idea to have a pin code set up for voice commerce. So then that way, if you're going to make a payment, like instead of pulling out your credit card and typing it in, how much easier would it be to say, you know, buy this product, buy this service? If you think that's cool, say cool. Just for a couple? Uh, it's pretty weird. <laughs> um, so many different features in here. You can have Alexa uh, use to opt into an email list. You can use Alexa to send you a text message. You can use Alexa to find out exactly where you are geo-based and give you specific recommendations from that. Now, it's like, well, how, does, how can Alexa send me a text message? How does that happen? Well, something that you have inside of when you create the kind of the back end, or you've seen maybe it yourself, it's what's called skill permissions. So maybe you might want to write that down because just like for privacy, you're going to want to ask people for permission to use their private information. So if you think about what kind of skill permissions are available, there's some that are attached to your customer profile. Like, you have first name, last name, you have, uh, uh, email, you have permission, you can ask for permission to use your local telephone number, uh, use permission for an address, so if you're going to ship a product, you know it's exactly where to ship the product by asking. And think about this, you know, when I look at my credit card statement, a lot of money goes to Amazon because I buy, buy things from Amazon. Well, if I just say buy, it automatically will ship, it'll send me an email, and I don't have to do anything but just talk to the device. So those are some of the, some of the capabilities that you have. You can use Alexa to register for an event. Um, another way of using Alexa is what are called push notifications. So there are push notifications, right? Like if an event happens, like there's a new podcast, you'll get a little update on your phone. Well, the only time that, that anybody really gets Alexa notifications sent to them is when they bought something from Amazon and it tells you when the product has arrived. Bridget, is a big event that Yeah, we have a couple of them. So um, you can set those device notifications up to where it'll actually make the, you know, it it kind of turn, will turn different colors based upon what's happening. So it's like a little, it turns uh, yellow, and that's where you get push notifications sent in. 
decide what some of those integrations would be. Now, I kind of have a list of, of different uh, options that are available because, again, you're going to want to customize this from the ground up. What's going to what's going to work in? Um, I don't know. Halifax probably, probably it might not work in Toronto. So you're going to kind of create your own ecosystem of whatever makes sense to you. And so when you think about this, how many devices are you going to buy for your office or even for your leadership? Well, what type of devices would you buy? And even from like a branding standpoint, I don't know a lot of folks will, will give or giving away these uh, Echo Dots or giving away that other devices. You can actually buy stickers on it and brand them. You know, you put a logo on your associational brand and then send it, send it to somebody. Well, how many of these are you going to buy? Because that becomes an additional expense if you're going to use that um, for your office. And then what locations are you going to use? What's going to be different if you're a broker or different if you're an association? So, um, I, have, I have examples here where do you, for the association, where a front desk would be a natural fit, um, the training room would be a good fit, and your conference room would be a good fit for it too. Now, any, any questions on this? So this is like, this is new for a lot of folks. So Doug, it's easy yeah. enough to just uh, program a thing and you have it hooked up to intelligence.
What other terms would you like help with? Settlement. I am sorry. I currently do not know. Please ask one of the office managers about the office policy for settlement. What else can I help with? Question. What other terms would you like help with? Quit. So again, like other examples, and think about this for creating is language you put inside the device. I'll give you like four different ways to tackle this at a high level, like four categories. Uh, well, well, yeah, okay. I'll take your question and then I'll do the four. Is all this stuff already loaded in there, or do we have to do it? Yeah, good question. Um, in your name? Dave. Dave has a really good question. Is this information already loaded in here, or do we have to go get it? So, um, there's two really ways of accessing information from Alexa. Number one is what Amazon has already put in there, and then number two is what we put in there as its own app. Well, very similar to the App Store, like for whether it's Apple or it's Android, in order to access information, you have to download the app. Right? So the way that this works for voice is, for Alexa, we have to enable the skill. We'll say, well, how does somebody find out about the skill? Well, how, does, how do people find out about your website? So from an adoption standpoint, we have to create marketing to be able to push people to go to this and enable it so that it becomes active on those devices. And so if I'm thinking about, I'm gonna create a skill like for, for professional development, or I'm gonna create, okay. e, create an e-commerce engine for, um, I guess continuing education is kind of up in the air here because the real estate commission is over, right? So but you could have it to where people would be able to access that Concept right from those devices if they enable the skill. So it's kind of two parts of that. Do you guys want four? four? Four ways to build these things out? Just real simple. Number one, we need is data. Now, data can either come from the MLS, data can come from uh, a roster, data could be, um, come from what is inside your association management Times the API and be able to access that information using the language in order to be able to create. So we're going to talk about that. Um, the second thing is an algorithm. Now, the most simplest algorithm I can think of is PITI. How much is it? What's my monthly payment? Well, you have to calculate the principal is, what the interest is, what the taxes and insurance. So it's kind of like equation side of creation. This is the one that creates. It's like an algorithm. The third thing to create is called Natural Language Understanding, or NLU. You've heard of NLP before? The Neural Linguistic Programming? Well, now they have NLU, which is Natural Language Understanding. So what organizations are creating right now is libraries of language that help prompt some of these experiences. So if I, if I were to, it's like I can ask the question three different ways to get the one answer. Where do you work? Where are you employed? Who writes your paycheck? Well, as to what's that right? That's a question that's going to give you one answer. Well, we have to anticipate what those what those Alexa prompts would be so that we can have an experience. So when you say something to Alexa, she actually understands it and there's not an error. And then the fourth thing is code. Now, um, a popular tool for code, this is something like your director IT might be familiar with, is GitHub. G-I-T-H-U-B. So GitHub is kind of like a, like a social media profile for coders. So there's a lot of code you can just access or use from Amazon that they give you, or you can create your own. 
something that um, is unique, something that might be potentially uh, resaleable, um, great libraries are good. Now we've talked, we've talked about a lot of different things here. Um, there's a, even for smartphones, educating realtors on smartphones, like they don't know what they don't know yet, and wouldn't it be great if an association put together some resources they can share with them? Why? I kind of have my own smartphone guide, and it kind of gives you some examples of these different tools that, that you can use. I don't know, it's kind of going to go through this kind of fast. So, um, I've put some of these use cases as examples for you to be able to um, use, and what I'll do if you want is I will share these slides with you. You guys want these slides? Yes or no? Okay, cool. So inside of inside of your um, inside of your deal, your little handout, there's a little piece of paper. I just kind of ask you to fill this out. Some basic questions like what's the one thing you took away that you want to implement? What's the one thing you want more information on? And um, you know, describe the impacts it'll have on the future of your board. So you can just fill that fill this out. Um, you know, um, before the end. That'll kind of help you get an idea, and I'll, I'll send the slides to you as well. So because there's many different examples that are being created that you never even thought of before. And so why not be the first? Why not be the first, just like you did with the, you know, Patrick putting the open house still together? What other types?